A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Good people, the sheer and simple fact that you are hearing my voice right now means that you are awesome. So welcome to Awesome Today. Welcome. It's the same old bastard over here that's been talking for a while with the same queen sitting next to him. I thought you were going to say the same old ball and chain. No, 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 no. People like to joke about that. I don't appreciate that joke. Okay. Didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Oh, it didn't hurt my feelings. Why are you so overly sensitive? Stop being <laughs> sensitive. That is not what this show's about. That's true. No, so it's, it's it's good. I'm uh, I'm a different kind of energy today. Tonight. Today. Awesome tonight. <laughs> it's the awesome tonight show. Don't make it skanky. It's Jeez, not skanky. It's like yeah, Jimmy it is. You're literally taking your shirt off while you say that. What who's, are you doing? Who's Jimmy Fallon's sidekick? I don't like Jimmy Fallon. He's a sellout and he doesn't even know what he stood for to begin with. So let's move on from that. You're Conan. I'm Andy. That's not fair either. You're Conan. It's I'm like Sona. We're, we're dueling Conans. All right. Which is kind of like dueling banjos, but less hillbilly and more Irish. Okay. Anyway, so, anyway. Yeah, it's evening time. Evening well, time. As we record, but not as the people. Listen, we destroy breakfasts around the world. <laughs> That's what we're known for. Yes, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, please do go back and allow your breakfast to be destroyed. I think anybody that, well... I shouldn't say that. I think there's probably the potentiality in the occurrence of a new listener or two or five every week that have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. And so I at the same time I want to I want to support all of the, the I think we inspire breakfast dieting over mm. what we talk about in in the mornings mm. for some, but for others it's a whole new experience. So don't don't let any of that. You just you have your own whole new breakfast experience or lunch or dinner or crying in your car on the way home from work. Whenever it is that you listen. Indeed. You have your own experience. Yes. I'll tell you who was crying this morning. 
Well, it was me. I woke up and immediately started bawling. Because you looked in the coffee canister and... It was empty. The coffee canister was empty. This was to the tune of around 4 a.m. And the nearest grocery store didn't open until 7. And I drank Irish breakfast tea. (laughs) Did you feel Irish? sucked ass. And excuse me, if that offends anybody or their breakfast, (laughs) I effing hated it. Um, so seven o'clock, you were out the door to Publix. I listen, I played it cool because sometimes you play cool and hard to get. Yeah. It was seven twelve when I left just to be like, see, I'm not desperate. You're desperate. I don't want to make this political, but you guys are. I left and I voted. I voted for the next presidential election. So it got political. You got your absentee validated. Yeah. Um, Mine and somebody else's. I was going to say, that's great because you're not registered to vote. And nor have you been. And for dick. How do you know this? How do you know I'm not currently registered? I know everything about you. Do you? What color is the weird cancerous mole on my right butt cheek? Brown. Nope. All right. What I was going to say is incorrect. I don't want to make this political, but our path from our home to the local Publix takes us directly past the governor's mansion. It does. It does. I slow down. I don't stop and I don't turn off my headlights because I don't want the Secret Service yeah. to get triggered. Because when they get triggered, <laughs> it's serious yeah, business. It's not just like somebody was offended. <laughs> no, no. It's it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to sell a vehicle over this and <laughs> change my identity. No, um, I do slow down though, and I I open the top. I have a convertible top on my jeep that's pretty cool and i'm not saying it as a flex it's just pretty cool and i do happen to have it and i rolled the top back cold as it may be and i i throw up even this morning you did the peace sign as i drive by no i didn't Uh-oh. do that this morning now i you- did turn on the hmm, i was gonna say it again i perpetually call it the heat seater it's the <laughs> seat heater i don't know why it's so hard for me to say that correctly the first time yes but it is. i did turn on I'm just going to call it the heat seater. I turned it on. It felt good. Oh, my bum bum. Mm-hmm. That's what I call my butt. Yeah. That's what we call it around here. Yeah. We're a big bum bum family. We yeah. have a merry bum bum Christmas. Um, You'd made a little casual, delightful discovery as you were shopping for the ground espresso that we put in our mocha pot. I did. Tell it was people. bizarre. Well, you tell the people. Well, you at least start the story. Okay. Here's Feed the, me. Feed me. Give me material to interrupt you on. Here's the start of the story. We've been using our mocha pot, not the same one. We're on probably, what, our fourth or fifth at this point? Yeah, we keep breaking them, burning them, accidentally starting one with no water in it, ruining the, long time the silicone that, seal yes. in there. Yeah. Um, but we, we love our mocha pot. It's really pretty much the only way we drink coffee. And we have experimented and and tried all different kinds of brands. We need the espresso ground Mm -hmm. coffee. Now, Mm -hmm. we've even ground our own. Lord knows we did that for plenty of years. We've we've done it mechanically. Yeah. We've done it – well, no, I should have said we've done it uh, electronically. I don't know. We've done all of We've done it with a machine, but we've done it literally with the hand grinding. Oh, yeah. That's not rewarding. It's not. You get the same effect with an electric grinder. Well, you get the same outcome with a very different investment. Yes. And finally, we just decided, you know what? You get the same everything if you just buy a bag of Cafe Bustero 
Yes. Our usual go-to. But today... Yes, the red and yellow Cuban brand. Yeah. You made a new discovery as you reached well, for I did. the Bustelo. I went to what is now our local grocer, which is Publix, with an X on the end, which is, I guess, uh, it's almost like the internet guy who spells his name where the letter E is represented by a three and there's X's <laughs> and different things. It's it's really hot shit, except it's ancient. It's old. Mm-hmm. Um Publix. They're not that ancient or old, but it's a great grocery store anyway. And I went there today because that is the local place that has all the things. And of course they have Cafe Bustelo. There's a there's a a Cuban contingent mm-hmm. here in the state of Florida. Even without Cuban contingents, uh people love that Cafe Bustelo. Well, especially the Cubans. Especially then. I'm or just saying. Latino it's... people, I think, in general appreciate well, robust yeah. flavors. Yes, I would say that's so. We've right? we've been a Bustalo family. Yes, along with the Bum Bum family. That we are the Bustalo Bum Bums of Northwest Florida. Yes, accurate. Yeah, I'm feeling very uncomfortable with how this whole storyline has gone, but I'm going to continue to stumble forward with it. I went to the Publix. I was, I, I literally had Bustelo in the basket and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> I had Bustelo in the basket. All right. I had the, I, I, I didn't get a cart today. I did the handheld basket. Oh, you ever do this? Yeah, but it's a power move. Yeah. It's like, I, I know what the hell I'm here for, and it's not all that other bullshit, and it'll all fit in this basket. It's a, it's a power flex. play. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Bustelo in the basket, and I looked over, and I saw Pilon. Mm. P-I-L-O-N. Yes. And Publix, as we're learning, is notorious for periodically having a buy one, get one free special. I love the buy one, get one freeze. Who doesn't, even if it's complete garbage? Last week, I got buy one, get one free bone-in chicken thighs. I mean, what grocer is doing buy one, get one free on their meat, y'all? Who doesn't Who doesn't buy that? What kind of an animal doesn't buy that? I bought something else by Other one. than a vegetarian. I bought something else buy one, get one free when I got the chicken thighs. Now I can't remember what it was. Anyway, they do. They love a buy one, get one free. So in our refrigerator and in our cupboards now... We there's have, not just one of things, there's two of things. We have one of everything because we ate the first one. <laughs> yeah. Right now we're living free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I looked over with the Bustelot in the basket and Pilon was buy one, get one free. And actually, the price of one was just a few cents less than Bustelot. Now, I love Bustelot, but I also love to try a new thing. Mm-hmm. So I... It was early, and there there weren't. It, it was early. I'm. We're recording on a Sunday. It was early Sunday morning. Nobody was in Publix except the people that worked there, and they didn't really want to be there. True. They were a little angry. Yeah. Which just meant when they were like, "Hi, how are you?" They didn't mean it because they always ask when you walk by, "Hey, how are you today?" Yeah. Except today it was like, "Hey, how are you today?" Indeed. I I put the Bustelo back on the shelf. I was like, hey, hey, no, sir, not today. Look what you did to those levels. I know. Good Lord. You'll edit it later. No, uh, okay. You don't edit anything. I'll just try to make do with what I can. Everyone your lack of editing. I I got a little aggressive in the aisle. Well, I'll tell you this much. You got home. You went about your business, didn't you? Well, I did. I did all that. And got home, and you didn't even know I'd been gone. That's because right. 
You slept in. I slept in late. I've been staying up late with my daughters. Yeah. Keeping okay. those college and teenage hours. And I'll tell you what, I'm too old for that. <laughs> but I did. I slept in late. And when I tumbled out of bed and stumbled to the kitchen to pour myself a cup of ambition, I always stop along the way and let the dogs out of their beds. You oh, gosh. Now this, you're making me marry two stories together. Well. You transition, you transitory freak. I did. I, I am uh, mishmashing. Okay. Do you want to tell the story? Would you like me to? Please do, because okay. I, I noticed something was, uh, strange things were afoot something, at the local Circle K. Something was amiss. When they let the, the bosties out their beds. Yeah. You let the bosties out the bed. Yes. Not the beds. That's here's right. Here's what happened. So I, I did rise around 4 a.m. here this morning, and I know that probably makes me sound old, and I want this to be known by everyone. I'm old. I don't I don't sleep as much as a younger person did. I go to bed earlier than I ever have, but I get up way earlier than I ever have. And it's a whole thing. I'm just still trying to navigate through. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not proud of it. It just is what it is. It is what it is. When I got up this morning, and it's not the first time in the last two weeks I got up, and immediately as I walked out of our bedroom, traversed into the living room, the dogs leapt off of the couch. They're not supposed to be on the couch. They're supposed to be in their in their little kennels for the night. They're safe spaces. But somebody hadn't hasn't been putting the dogs up. I'm for anybody that can't see me right now, I'm cutting side eye at the Meg. Somebody hasn't been putting the dogs up. Mm-hmm. And you leave them unattended for five minutes, and they're going to be up on the damn couch, all snuggled and wedged into the cushions. Yes, and, well, they're cold, but they're not supposed to be there. They're cold little bosties. They're busties. not supposed to be there. They're so, not. They're 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 Boston Terriers. They yeah. Well, they shiver wherever they. If you're not going to put them in the freaking kennels, then you need to sleep out there and snuggle them. Oh no, I certainly couldn't. You would love to. Actually, I would. And you know that I don't snuggle. Except. So maybe you should just do that. There are know. also fart machines, and I don't like and that. And crotch slurpers. Yeah. Well, anyway, you discovered. I come, out, <clears throat> I come out as my footsteps enter the living room. They both leap off of the couches. Now, two very different personalities. Francie is immediately, no matter what's happened, Francie immediately feels guilty. Yes. She runs. She doesn't just get in to her little kennel. She climbs to the back and plasters herself to the back wall of it. Stella, she's a little bit more of a she's saucy. A powerful spirit, a yes. saucy spirit. She hops out and then she's like, she, I swear, if she could talk, she was like, what are you going to do, bitch? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Hang on, I didn't confront anybody. I just literally walked out of the mm-hmm. the back area yeah, yeah. of the home. Yeah. But then I was like, they need they need to be in their kennels. Well, she ran for Daisy's room. She ran. Well, she thought maybe Daisy'd keep her safe. When I said, "Okay, get in your beds," yeah, Francie was already ninety percent of the way there. Yeah, Stella was like, "Nope," mm-hmm. and she ran and. Leapt through, she literally shouldered through another doorway, pressed into a room, and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And I was, I, this is all super quiet because yes. I'm not trying to wake people up. So it was like, uh uh-uh. uh, get in your bed. It's a low voice, like, let you know I'm serious. She like slinked out of the bedroom, 
in that bedroom, when you come out of the door of that bedroom, you're literally in the entryway to the home. So there's the yeah the doormat, yeah. large doormat, entryway doormat. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she hit it, slinking out, she dropped – it's like she threw her right front paw underneath her mm-hmm. and went into a shoulder dive mm-hmm. into the rug and then went into like a cooked shrimp position. Fetal position even. The cooked shrimp, which is a tight curl. Not completely curled into the tail, but a, a tight curl mm-hmm. and an inflexible curl. Yes. And so I'd I'd grabbed – not violently. I'd grabbed her collar just to let her know, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And and gave a gentle pull, and she, her body was, it was immovable. Mm-hmm. It was there was no change in the flexion of the spine, and she was she was just thick. She was not. She makes moving. herself heavy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, then I scooped her in my gentle, loving but firm, firm and disciplined hands. And was like, okay, come on. And she never moved, but she did start to what sounded like snore mm-hmm. as I carried her. It was a weird whole experience. Yes. I carried her over to her she bed. She was like, I've, I've been asleep this whole time. <laughs> I'm not even awake. You're driving a nightmare, not me. <laughs> Carry her over. I put her in her cage. It's a whole awkward folding of dog animal into a cage. I get the the door. The doors are messed up. They're hard to lock. I went through that yes. whole struggle. This is all in the dark, mind you, yes. because yes. I'm the only one awake and I don't want to disturb my other people. Yes. Then I lean over to the other kennel. I go through getting it locked. And then I go. My, my little office station is set up in the kitchen. I go in. I would have brewed coffee, but we didn't have any. So I brewed tea, which was a bad experience. And I began... Things that I do, yes, I know, It's it was a Sunday morning, I still have work, I still have things I do. Three hours go by, because you didn't get up until later. Yeah. And I hear you, and you're rummaging around with the dog kennels and getting dogs out, and you poke your head around the corner, and you're like, why were both dogs in the same kennel? <laughs> yeah, I had opened up the door to the one... One door was open and empty. And so I figured, who knows what happened. I wasn't even thinking straight because I was looking for coffee. I pull open the door. Which you had because I went to the store. That's right. In the middle of a damn night. (laughs) I opened the door and both of them shot out. Somehow they squeezed through and shot out together at the same time. Of course, that's what they do. Like cannonballs out of a cannon shot out of there. And I was perplexed, like how and why. I felt so guilty. Oh, they loved it. They kept each other so. I guess I felt so guilty. I had no intention to stack them into the same (laughs) thing. Why? Francie got in the wrong cage. That's the main thing. Is she got? She panicked. She went in the wrong bed. I couldn't see in the dark. I was just like, "Here's yours. Get in there. Stop fighting me." Closed the door. (laughs) I was a bad dog parent today. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. Keeps them on their toes. I guess. Um, they're they're just as happy as anything else. They were happy to see you. Yeah. Every morning, they're happy to see you. They're not happy to see me in the morning. Yeah. I'm more of the. They're more pleased with me in the evening. That's true. That's I, true. I pet them after the evening meal, not before. We've had a busy week. It's been quite a week. Yes, we have. One thing that. One thing you did. 
is you took a child to the airport. No. You got I picked up a child from the well, airport. Well, just let me tell. I let started me tell this the segment. lead. Let I, me tell the lead in. I started the segment. I'm going to edit this out. Wrong. I am an editor. Are you? Editor emeritus. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to tell the lead in. It oh, wasn't shit. this week. It was last week. Last week. That you took Daisy to an airport. Yeah. Now, what you didn't put in the notes that you're going to tell is the yeah. something bad happened story. Oh, gosh, no. I'm but, not going to tell Yeah, that. you are. But today you picked up, or not today, yesterday, you picked up a dot. Was it yesterday? Day before? Oh, you're I don't telling know. the story all wrong. Would you please let me tell it? I'm going to let you try. Okay. I'm going to let you try. I do want for everybody out there who's like, Kyle interrupts Meg so much. I want you to just recognize right now who got interrupted. Good. They're like, finally, victory no, for like, Meg. They're, here's what they're saying. They're like, you know what? We'd hoped for this, but it wasn't nearly as satisfying. And oh, we actually satisfying. we actually prefer <laughs> Kyle to interrupt Meg. Well, you're telling the story all wrong. I wouldn't have interrupted, except you're, you got your facts wrong. You know what? I tell a lot of stories wrong. <laughs> okay, just so we're all clear on that. I have it on tape for posterity. For, on tape? What do you got to yep. – is it VHS or cassette or 8-track? This is a cassette. We're it's a cassette now. tape? Okay. <laughs> got That's the old, why the We got so the old boombox. We interrupted Casey Kasem's <laughs> weekend ah. top 100 and we recorded over it. Yep. Okay. So as the people are listening, week before last – in the week, in that hazy, crazy week in between. Week before last? Just, would you listen to me? Would you you're, listen? No, you're telling a story that's so incoherent in, that even baby I'm, Jesus in the manger is like, I can't be born here. Guys, I'm trying to physically restrain him from talking right now, and he will just won't stop. Okay. Listen to my words. On Thursday, I went over to Panama. Of last week. Mm -hmm, of last week, I went over to Panama City Beach Airport, mm -hmm. which is not technically... Like you would think in Panama City Beach, it's like off to the north. It's out in the middle of nowhere to pick up Daisy from her trip back to Oklahoma. Now, mm -hmm. here's a thing that everyone needs to know. You should never make a trip back to Oklahoma. No, that was fine. Uh, we live in Tallahassee, which is in the eastern time zone here in Florida. Mm -hmm. There's a, a, a sliver of the Florida panhandle that's in the central time zone. And guess what? That airport, the Panama City Beach Airport, it's in the central time zone. I completely- It's convenient. It's convenient. I completely forgot that when I went to go pick her up. I remembered when I was about 30 minutes outside of town. And I was Which like- Which made you Dad, two hours early? One hour too early is what it was going to be. But then, Daisy's plane was delayed. Got plagued by the delay. Hours. So two hours. So we drove into, and by we I mean me, JK, one of our twins, and the Nico. The other twin was here. Yeah. Every time I walked through the living room to go to the bathroom, he was like, Mom's been gone a long time. He was very nervous. He was anxious. AJ was here. She didn't care. <laughs> she would. She did not. If there were any shits to give, they did not belong to her. No. So she was like, "It's so quiet. I love it." We we already had an hour to kill, and then her plane was delayed from its takeoff by two hours. We we just it was like so long. So we drove into Panama City Beach. I took a I took them both to the Olive Garden. You sold a car. You bought a car. 
yes. You did all kinds of things. We went and browsed around the local Target. It was a whole thing. How was the Garden of Olives? It was actually worse than I remembered. But J.K. said he'd give it an easy 10 out of 10. He's a... He's not a trustworthy judge. I will put the video of Nico's experience of the pasta and french fries that he got. Mm -hmm. I'll put that into the Awesome Today group. He made a real... Big mess. He made, what was the seventh level of Hell Castle? I don't know what he made yes. with the french fries and the pasta. So that was a Who needs more starch in their starch? Honestly, truly. So that was a whole thing. We finally got home. It was very late at night. Got home. I, I had intended to be awake when you got home. I wasn't. You fell asleep even. It was I fell that asleep. late. I fell asleep wearing blue jeans. That's a Ugh. horrible, ugly feeling. That's a terrible feeling. Yeah. Well, I'm just so glad that I had not yet at that point seen the TikTok that was served to me first thing in the morning yesterday morning on my FYP, which was a video of somebody who was on an Alaska Airlines plane. They were traveling from, I think, somewhere in Alaska to well, Portland. It would make sense. Somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. About 20 minutes after they had taken off, when they were cruising at about 16,000 feet, something blew off of the plane. Would you like to know what it was? Oh, I already know, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. What was it? It was a window. A window? It was it a did whole it ass window. Off of the plane? Out of the plane? It got sucked out of the plane. What's the proper preposition? <laughs> Got sucked out of the plane. Out of the plane. Off of the plane. Off of the plane? So a window was sitting on the plane? I don't understand the prepositions they confound. One of the windows that passengers sit next to on flights blew off a plane. I don't know what to tell you. The window was gone. And this person's filming. Everyone's got their oxygen masks on because you know what happens when windows are removed when well, a plane's at 16,000 feet? Here's the first thing that happens is you put a mask on yourself. Yeah. Then you put one on your kid. Yeah, that's true. Or your spouse is freaking out. Everyone or was- partner, no, Or partner, whoever it is. In this video, everyone was actually freakishly calm, like- supernaturally calm. Because they have that oxygen pumping in. I guess. That's the whole point is so you feel euphoric from the oxygen and you're not freaking out over the fact that there's a window missing. Is that true? Yeah. I thought it was because the cabin depressurizes. Well, I mean, you need the oxygen to breathe, but it's pure oxygen and it's things. It's the same reason that uh, casinos pump oxygen into the pits and okay. things. It's well, to put you in a state where you, you're you just like a docile uh, sheep, lamb, cow. I mean, everyone seems something. very docile in this TikTok yeah. video. As they, they, as they do on the back of the seat inserts that show you how to do things. Nobody's losing their shit in those pictures, no. right? No, truly they're not. Um, thankfully, nobody at all had been seated in that row. A miracle. Oh, an act interesting. Of God. Or did they get sucked out of the window? No, no. No, Are that you did sure? not happen. I'm Are you I sure? Promise. I promise. And um, they did make an emergency landing and everybody was fine. But Where did they land? That I don't know. Oh, you have no I details. think Portland. I think Portland, if I remember correctly. Well, that doesn't feel like an emergency landing. Mm -hmm. That feels like, all right, everybody got their masks on. We're just going to keep going. The only reason I said Portland is because I vividly remember that that video was tagged Portland. And I was like, I don't know the Portland connection, but I'm glad everyone was okay. And also, I've come a long way in overcoming my fears about uh, 
traveling, especially by air. And that set me back a few paces. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. So you've voiced in the past an interest in being a pilot. Yeah. Of your own private little plane. Yeah. Would you now are you motivated to keep just like, hey, before I take off, I put on an oxygen mask? Maybe that's the key. Maybe they're all doing that. Who is they? The pilots of planes, large and small. Okay. Anyway, it was very upsetting to me to see that. But again, it everyone is upsetting. was upsetting. I'm glad everybody except the people in that row that mysteriously disappeared were okay. No Although one was in that row. Those three people are oh. littered in the Pacific. No, thankfully that didn't happen. But it, it did. But it did. They're but, just not admitting it. Speaking of mysteries, another TikTok. Most of my entertainment this week has been on TikTok. Another TikTok. Mm-hmm. A man was filming from his basement. He had he just filmed a plane in his basement. This doesn't have to do with planes, but it has to do with conspiracy. Okay. Every good conspiracy begins in a basement. <laughs> this guy was literally, he said he had to go in his basement to film this because he was afraid of saying it out loud mm. but also uh he wanted he was just sure the video was going to get taken down by tiktok so he lives in miami oh he and his lady friend had been at bayside mall in miami doing some shopping as one does mm-hmm. some kids were there teenagers rabble rousers they get into a little rebel rousers rebel rousers it's not rabble rousers i'm pretty sure it's rebel rouser like the song Feel free, anyone, no, to look up the song on TikTok. That makes a Rebel lot more sense Rouser. than Rabble Rouser. Yeah. Today I learned. I'm nothing if not my own version of a jackass Okay, that's sometimes right. Okay. Well, he'd been shopping with his lady friend. Some teenagers were there. They were raising a ruckus. How about that? Oh, uh, criminy, you ruckus raising bastards. They got in a little tussle for some reason, and I think it's because- He and the woman No, or no, the no, 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 no. The, the, the man and the his- The teens. They, they, were, they were just shopping. The teens. The teens, a ruckus amongst themselves? Amongst themselves. Okay. They start, you know, going back and forth as kids do. Apparently, and this makes sense because this happened around New Year's. Some of them had fireworks, and they set off fireworks, and it sounded like guns being In shot. the mall? In the mall. Just, I need you to track with me. I'm okay? trying. This is, I would, I'll punch a teenager. I don't okay. give a damn. Well, p- fireworks start going off. People panic and start running, okay? Now. I like to run. This That's man. That's not true. This man who's filming the TikTok said he turned around and looked behind him. And this is where the conspiracy begins. Because he's he and his lady, they're running out of the mall. He looks behind him, and they see these figures. Figures, not humans. Figurines? Seven to eight foot tall, shadowy looking figures. With lighters and fireworks? No. Amongst the people. And of course, he's scared shitless, as the saying goes. And they run and whatever. Then they, he didn't do this, but I went and looked at some footage of this thing that happened. There were all of these police cars surrounding this mall, and all of these people are reporting that they saw these weird. Figures that were non-human. They were shitless, in fact. They were aliens. I have a question. It's a bit of you a side. You don't care track. about that. It's a bit of a side. That track. was my. That was the. That was the 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 power moment of the whole story. It's related, but okay. I can't help but be distracted by the question. Okay. When somebody says "scared shitless," what does that mean to you? Does it mean if they needed to shit, they can't? Or that they'd already fully evacuated and there's yeah. there's no more shit to be 
expelled. Yeah, that's what I believe it means is that you're so scared that your bowels evacuate. So just, I mean, bear with me. You've done so for nigh on 30 years now. So when you said he was scared shitless, that meant he'd already fully crapped himself? He didn't even say he was scared shitless. He said he was scared. I added the color commentary. So I okay, cannot so in your imagination, speak to this man's bowels. He'd already filled his drawers and I there was have. there was no poo left to give. He was running with poo in his pants. He was doing that okay. poo-poo run. Well, it happens. It happens. Depending upon the solidness, it could be slapping back and forth in the back of the drawers. Or it could just be liquid soakage. Breakfast ruined. Breakfast ruined. <laughs> Score for the episode. <laughs> So he was that scared. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Do you think that... He saw people, tall people. Not even people. Tall, shadowy figurines. Yeah. And other people did too. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to... I want to walk the path in a way that I can properly experience it. I mean, I wanted to make sure it was he who had pooped in some fashion of consistency not the shadow field there's actually no poop involved in this story i don't want anyone to get you i know and i admitted and i said straight up nobody talked about poop in any way that was my color commentary i apologize for the confusion your color brown commentary yes there was that's not actually part of so that all happened but then he saw figurines seven to eight foot tall figures and then it was confirmed other people By also others as well. reporting that they saw the same okay, thing. Okay, now I can properly experience the WTF moment of this. Do you have any closure or are you just leaving me out here hanging with I'm leaving figurines? I'm leaving you out there to say aliens have arrived and they're in Miami. They're everywhere, baby. Oh, okay. They're everywhere. Oh, great. I think we've known. I think here's the thing. The truth is out there. And I don't. I don't want this to be taken insensitively there's a lot of terrible things going on 
Israel, Hamas, all that whole thing. Yeah. The the tunnels underneath Gaza. Uh-huh. There's a whole lot of conversation, a whole lot of buzz going on about like those don't look like they were made by humans. Whole other alien thing going on there. And I'm I'm not saying I'm educated on all of this. I've seen a few pictures and they didn't look like what you would expect to be a rudimentary tunnel system. They looked very advanced. Like they could have been created by seven to eight foot tall shadowy figure? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And in the aftermath of that and the mentioning of that, there's like in the conspiracy world, which I don't live in, but I do keep one foot in just so I can be like, hey, what's going on over here? What's going on in conspiracy um, land? It seems like there's a, like a whole tunnel system under a whole lot of cities that we didn't know about that nobody celebrates, nobody recognizes. There's a tunnel system in the United States. It's not under cities. It's, it's in national parks. It's both. It's both. And okay. it's not just the subway system. No, that's man-made. No. There's a whole thing there. Anybody that feels a little, like, triggered by all this because you're like, I know, right? Feel free to chime in in the Awesome Today group. Nobody – I've yet to see a post in that group that anybody is as outwardly judged. No, it's a judgment-free zone. And if there were any judgments, if I could figure out how to how to be a moderator in that group, I'd kick out any judgments. Okay, you are the other admin. It's just me. And I you. am an admin, I know, but I don't know how to admin. Okay, good lord. I'm just like, Meg, make the people quit the thing. No one's ha even had to ever be scolded in that group. It's, it's the best true. family that ever it's existed because there's no scolding. It's a very comfortable, like, yeah. Whatever you want to believe. I don't judge that That's out right. loud. <laughs> That's right. It's true. It's true. And if you haven't, come over to Facebook. Check it out. Check it Type out. You do need to answer the question as to who the You love that. Are. That's your favorite moment. It's, it's, a, it's such a power moment It's for literally you. like this is the simplest question. Now, in fairness, I have rejected, I think at this point, five or six applicants. Yes. Because one, they didn't answer the question. Hmm. Who are the hosts? And it's not that hard to figure out. Two, because when you look at their profile just a little bit, it's like, oh, their only Facebook history is membership into 187 different groups. I'm not. I'm not here for that. No. You know what else you're not here for? The U.S. government with a B. Government. Birds that are run by the government poop as on, spies. Poop on your Jeep. Holy shit. Yeah. Right? Right. Take it away, Cappy. Well, here in Florida, one thing that there is an abundance of, besides Florida men and Florida women, is wildlife. Just, you know, I removed a lizard from the house, and we see gigantic hawks that I sometimes actually do wonder if they are vultures. They're so no, no. big. Circling. They're not vultures. We've yet to see an alligator. I live in fear of that day. We're in the middle of Tallahassee. <laughs> that doesn't stop an alligator. Haven't you ever watched a well, nature documentary? The I feel like two things that governmental agencies do quite well. In Tallahassee, one is capture Florida man or woman, at least partially into their mayhem. Yeah. And two is they don't let alligators proper. Roam in, the streets. Into, yeah. Like you're not getting into the the public spaces. Outskirts, sure. You'll okay. show up. You'll do your thing. Well, 
One thing that we've been delighted by are the little birds that are flying around. They're so cute. There's such variety. There's one little there's one little bird that hangs out at our garden gate. He's a real asshole. What he is is a punk rock cardinal. Yep. He's got an an orangey red mohawk. Yep. You've never seen a bird. One he is fearless. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care about humans. I swear, I think he was somebody's pet that, that no, got out into the wild. No. No. He has no fear of human. He's just a – he's a little bird with a big he's pair a little, of balls or something. He's a little badass punk rocker. He um, – the fence – the fence along the property line is about chest height here where we are. And he has no problem – being on the fence at that height. So he's basically looking you in the eye yeah. from 18 inches away. And he's like, I'm not flying away. You fly away. <laughs> exactly. He's a punk rock. He's people. a little hard ass. Yeah. He loves himself. Oh, my He finds Lord. himself beautiful. Yeah. And he loves nothing more than somehow precariously perching along the edge. Because I'm. it's my, my beautiful Jeep that parks right up against the fence. Mm-hmm. He loves to leap over. He looks at himself mm-hmm. in his re- in the reflection of my window and my and my rearview mirror. Yep, on the side, and he craps all over, all oh. all over the jeep, and then somehow he gets it on his face. It's smeared all over the window and the rearview mirror. He's just like it's a it's a pride shit fest. Whatever yeah. he's got going on there. It's a whole mess. It's disgusting. No amount of torrential rain, which we've had a few episodes of here, yeah, can wash off the damage that he does. It's really quite something. Um, you and I are not big bird people. There's certainly no judgment. We we're not here to judge anybody's what, what choice. Are they, and what pets. are they called? What are they called? Well, people who or, stu- ornologists, ornithologists, ornithologists are the people who study birds. We're certainly not ornithologists, nor do we keep birds as pets. I mean, I'm a amateur ornithologist. Are you? Aren't are I? Are you? Aren't I? Pretty much. Um, we're we're not that into birds. I like birds. I think they're beautiful, and I think they are so symbolic. They're beautiful of so many when they're not things. smearing their but yeah, their this is the feces all over my. This is the first one where I've been like. I, I wish you would just go ahead and fly away. <laughs> fly on a way home. Have you seen the neighbor's yard? Yes. I threw bird seed over there. Now, I came across a number of uh, TikToks that delighted me this week. However, you came across a whole YouTube channel that's revolutionized okay. your life. But you need to talk some because it's just basically been, I told that whole story. You've been feeding me. I told the to story talk. of the I'm gonna leave the room. What I'm Why? getting up to leave. Where are you going? Goodbye, everyone. I'll be back. This tell a story. Is, tell this a good is story. unprecedented. Tell a good story. Is it? I, I don't have a story to tell. This is your story. Well, pick it on. You got notes in front of you there. Tell another story. Okay. Well, this is a story that actually I don't think that Kyle would be that interested in. Um, I did see a TikTok just this very morning with a woman previewing what she thinks are going to be the 2024 trends, what's going to be in in 2024. Amongst the things she talked about were skinny scarves. She really feels like we're going back and recapturing the trends of 2014. So if it was in in 2014, you're going to see it again. She's talking skinny scarves, highly filtered Instagram pictures. Now, when I say these are the trends, bear in mind, we're mostly talking Gen Z 
possibly very, very young millennials, but mostly Gen Z, even on into Gen Alpha, trending these moments on social media. Well, I will I do want to point this out that she mentioned that she thinks 2024 is going to be the year of, in terms of the big product of the year, a lip thing. The year of the monkey. There's a. I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. That's Wilson Rawls. I'm back. 1979 classic, I believe. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Um, but she thinks it's like a lip product. Lip product is going to be the big end thing that you're going to see throughout the year on 2024. She's guessing it might be that Summer Friday's lip butter that was really big at Christmas. I believe the brand is called Summer Friday. I could be wrong. Summer Friday's. I can do some fact checking. But I texted my friend Julie Tupperman with, with that TikTok. And, uh, she just stalks her. She's a sort of awesome regular. I, I am confident that anybody who's – there's crossover here. Did you put here. her address and phone number in the show notes? I certainly did not. But okay. well, maybe that was me. If anyone ever listened to Julie's episodes of Sort of Awesome, you know she loves a lip product. She sent me multiple amazing, life-changing, game-changing lip products in the mail. She has sent through you. So that you, I could try them. Through you, she sent me a couple of TikToks that were pretty stellar. Yes. So you can trust her – Yes. Her lip guidance. I trust her lip guidance completely. And I said, Julie, here we go. It's your year. Like you were just ahead of your time. You've been a pioneer. You were a monkey in the year of the monkey. That was summer of the monkey. Summer of the monkey. This winter, you are the summer. Okay. Now, I didn't touch on the this topic at all. I have two two TikTok You're going to run with it. I have two TikTok. Well, this isn't TikTok, though. That's true. The first one's a YouTube thing. The second one's a TikTok thing. But I'm going to go in reverse order. Okay. Because TikTok, before I left, as you were talking, was the last thing I heard you talking about. Mm -hmm. On TikTok, and it's probably on multiple formats, multiple places. It's probably on YouTube as well. Country Life Vlog. Not blog. Vlog. Like video blog, right? Yes. I don't know. I don't know where these people are from. I have a theory that they're on a soundstage because their life is actually too perfect to really live in the country. But go ahead. But if if you could move past that, what would would you say? Eastern European. Eastern European is the vibe they're giving. It's it's country, but it's different. Like I grew up country, and this ain't the kind of country <laughs> I grew up around. Mm-mm. These they're amazing these these videos and the the videography is stunning as mm-hmm. well the editing is stellar it's overwhelming it is ASMR oh yeah absolutely whatever it is that she's doing they play it at a upped speed oh yes the my word like there will be a volume of fresh produce that she's processing mm-hmm. be that garden or animal meats or whatever it's insane some were like she's just out in the middle of the wilderness and they build a a mud oven and do things it's just crazy all of it it's intermingled with her husband who might be building something or yeah he's usually puttering around his little project light and fires and light and fires for her to cook but sometimes there's like him doing him and other people doing construction worth work on i think what is going to be their main house i don't know but it's all very 
desperately rural, but then it's really it's just the what's fascinating is her food prep. Mm. It's crazy. You should watch this. I'm going to link. You'll to it find in the show yourself. Notes. You'll find yourself half an hour, hour, hour and a half in, and like I don't even care what's next in my life. I just need to keep watching this. It's very powerful. I already forgot what I said. I was going to link in the show notes earlier well, the, this episode. I don't know. I don't think most people count on us following through on those. <laughs> you things. wanted to say I don't think most people care. Well, no, I think, I'm going to try. I think they loosely care. All of these that I mentioned, the Alaska Airlines, the Miami Mall, all of that we've mentioned so far, I will link to those. But I know there was something not in the notes that I was like, I'll link to that. And then mm. I've already forgotten. Go listen to it yourself later and put up a late link. You listen to it. You listen to it. I don't ever listen to myself. I'm you listen? an untrustworthy guidance. You listened a few weeks back and you loved it. You I were did. Like, this you is know? the best podcast on the air these days. I did. I listened to recent episodes first, and I thought it was really good, and I listened to older episodes, and I was really convicted about maybe I'm a – back then I was a bigger prick than I intended to be. Okay. You so, guys heard it first here. There's all that. <laughs> um, but that was old me. Yeah. Now, I can't get enough of you're like that little punk rock cardinal. I guess so. I guess stuff. so. Yeah, Just baby. Shitting all over the side of somebody's Jeep. I guess so. Um, so that's that's the TikTok, TikTok side. Um, YouTube. Tell us your YouTube, the YouTube love of your side. life. Chef Billy Parisi. P-A-R-I-S-I. Now, I'm no stranger to the YouTubes or to the YouTube cooking things. And in a former rendition of life, I softly fell in love with cooking with Babish, who's outstanding. Baking with Babish. Baking with Babish. Well, there's a lot of different things with Babish. He's not picky about what you do with him so long as you do it with him. And as long as he gets those views, and that's, you that's know right. what I mean. Yeah, I don't I know. <laughs> I don't I know. It's uh, more than one encounter with law enforcement has been – because of that. No, he's he's solid. He's really good. This new guy, I, the new guy, Billy Parisi, who I only know because it's in the notes. I continually call him fake Babish or pretend Babish or bastard Babish oh. or any number of terms because I just know Babish was a, an experience. But I think what I appreciate about uh, Chef Parisi is that, one – he is authentically – he grew up in, a, in an Italian home. And so – and that's his specialty is Italian-influenced dishes. But also, he's not here to give you the five-minute recipe for whatever. He's like, no, you, you woke up at 4 a.m., you put both dogs in the same bed and then went shopping and got back home before anybody woke up. And then you're going to spend – the majority of the day cooking and things just because it's the weekend and your your day-to-day -day weekday life is consumed with other stuff and you don't know what to do without that going on. Mm -hmm. Every meal, it truly is an investment if you're going to cook it the way he does. It's laborious. It's extra. It's all of that. But it is delicious and it would inspire from his perspective, which I don't disagree with. Is that the consumption of that meal, that delight of a feast that you made is – it requires all of your people to spend 
many minutes, if not half hours or hours around a table consuming the thing and conversating. And it, for all of your personal awkwardness, it brings people into the realm where whether they're engaged with you or just with each other around you, you get to participate in that. That's kind of why I like it. That's good. I think he is both a chef and also an instructor yeah. at a culinary I don't, school of some kind. Or maybe I he don't just know views, about that. maybe he just views his YouTube channel as his own culinary instruction school because he very much goes with a, a teacher's approach. Yes. He refers to his audience in the way that you refer to students of the culinary arts. And so I feel like either he has been actually a teacher or this is just like his mission in life is to teach people. I could be I could be completely wrong here. <clears throat> I'll never admit it if I am. Okay. Or I will. Um he was deeply moved by his educational experience mm-hmm. into learning how to be a chef. He had some fantastic instructors who I feel like he even maintains contact with, but he spent 15 years as a chef. Yes. This is what I gather just from his intermittent things. Yes. Spent about 15 years as a chef in major restaurants, and I feel like it was loosely tied into quarantine and things where ah. he was like, hey, uh, yeah, that's a problem, and now I'm here and stuff, and he started his YouTube channel. But he's he's presenting it in that way and in an educational way. He's going to do some things that are fancier and and more time consuming than you would do than a chef in a restaurant would do. Yes, but it's all around the fundamentals of cooking. Does that make any sense? Oh, it Am makes I just sense. rambling. Now? No, it makes sense. I. Highly recommend just the number of techniques that you've kind of picked up on. Yeah. Even if you don't want to make one of his recipes, which again, pretty involved, the techniques that you've picked up on his just general approach is very yeah. inspiring. And he's very like, I don't know. I, I, I think he's very so approachable. approachable. <gasps> yes. Jesus. Jinx. Jesus. Jinx. Bless us both and cancel us both. However, that works. Yes. Um. So good. So, so very good. And also, one thing I appreciate is it seems to not make you angry or agitated. It almost has a soothing effect. You know, there's a little agitation when it's like, stop taking two hours to do what somebody could do in 15 minutes. That that can get a little tedious at times. Okay. Um, I already talked with the people about the 2024 trends, but oh, you did another TikTok notable for the week. Should this just be called Awesome Today, um, colon? TikTok review. Why you got to take it to the colon? Like I'm just saying, should we rename the whole podcast? Well, I don't think so. Awesome TikTok today. I don't think TikTok's so. awesome. I don't think we're ever consistent along any trend line long enough to change the name. I feel like today's episode is very TikTok heavy. Well, that's fine. Along those lines. Colon. We... <laughs> Please don't abuse the grammar. <laughs> To my face. (laughs) Listen here. Listen here. Grammatical disaster. Who I love. Who I love. I've never been a disaster in the grammar department, Um, if you know what I mean. Okay. (laughs) Whatever it is that you tell yourself to feel good. 
I will tell you that we watched a lot of TikTok this week. You tell me. And one that we came across just today, which was highly amusing to us, is a was Ted Bundy. Is a channel called Landon Ashworth Directs. Yes, like he is the director. Landon Ashworth Directs. He's got this whole character thing going. Yep. The name of the series is Squishy Daddy and Texas Tot. Mm-hmm. Who like knows? Toddler. How, yes. Tot. Not Tater Tot. Not Tater Tot. Who knows how long this has been going on, but he's highly invested in it. We came across one. It got the views, so he's been sticking with it. Yeah, it, definitely. I think he may have started out as like doing golfing content. Yeah, there's a whole – we went back far enough. It was like, I don't like this part. He was just trying to find his way. He found his way and he started doing these skits where he's uh, representing himself as the dad. And then he also plays the Texas Tot. Who wears a cowboy hat and always has a ring of some kind of food or sauce around his mouth. (laughs) And every skit starts, excuse me, daddy. Mm -hmm. In a Texas drawl. Very Texas. And the first one that we saw was so funny. And spot on in terms of, I, I believe the character of Texas Todd is supposed to be a four-year-old. We have a four-year-old. We have and one, so yeah. we were uh, completely delighted to find the just the ex- – Appalled and delighted. Delighted and appalled. Appalled and delighted to find the experience of having a four-year-old so comedically translated into a TikTok skit. It's really – he does he – must, he must have a four-year-old. Absolutely. It's – it's majestic. You will link to this. Yeah. If nothing else, you will link to this. Sometimes I forget the character of Texas Todd is not actually a four-year-old. <laughs> right. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a grown-ass man interacting with a grown-ass man. Himself. Yeah. It's very funny. And that was very delightful. Something that's not funny is serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good transition. Good segue. Yeah. So yesterday I had to go. Yesterday I met a serial killer. <laughs> At the Publix. I had to go clean out Big Girl, if you're new to the the show. Big Girl's my suburban, my trusty suburban, which has gotten absolutely thrashed in the process of moving and – Many moves. Many, many micro moves. Yeah, in micro moves and then the sheer amount of time that Nico, our four-year-old, has been Mm -hmm. in that vehicle. It was – disgusting. It was like not just like, oh, there's like some junk in here. No. No. Dirty, sticky, disgust. Let me frame it this way. Let me frame it this way. Anywhere he is, it's a problem. It's easier easier to overlook in some places than others. Yeah. But this very same morning that I put both dogs in the same bed on accident, um, I went into the restroom, our restroom, the downstairs restroom, which is not his home restroom. Um, that's the, the turlet, the water closet. The lid was down on the toilet, which doesn't happen often in our home. And there was a schmear, schmear of red, not blood red, but red something all over the lid. It was his hands from abusing strawberries. Oh, yeah, and there's a strawberry in the trash. And a strawberry in the trash can next to the shitter. That's a strange thing. Food, trash next to the I don't like to that. To the turlet. That's, I don't want it. It's a little freaky. Yeah, it was very freaky. That's um, the kind of guy he is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of things you're going to find. So if that's just in the house, yeah. imagine what's 
been contained to his seat in the yeah, suburban. in anything within reach of his little gremlin hands. Well, so I had to go to the car wash, and AJ wanted to go along with me. So we go to the car wash, finish up there. Big girl's looking much better, I'll tell you that much. Even, Not perfect. You even got the tire shine, I noticed. Yes, looking, looking spiffy, looking good. Well, we're like, well, let's – first of all, we were going to go try to find a place. AJ's 16. She wants to get her driver's permit get her license, start driving. We were going to look for a place where she could drive. Well, but then we were running out of time. I had to pee. That didn't work out. But so we were just kind of like driving through you town. You peed in Nico's car seat? No. Thank goodness. I do have those pee bags if anyone needs one. That's true. That's a whole thing. And you should Oh, well, probably, we've talked about the pee bags. You should share about it when you use one. I've not used one yet. But if you need one, I've got you covered with a pee bag. Not you. I'm talking about Awesome Today fam. But you can pee in one, too. I'm always I, trying to give people pee bags because I think they're – I'm just out here peeing in the yard trying not to get arrested. <laughs> I, I will let the record show. And again, longtime Awesome Today fam, you know I've been haranguing Kyle for years because he won't pee in the yard. And I'm like, if I had a penis, I would pee in the yard every time if I was outside. Like, it's like one of the it's, fundamental liberties given to man. It's not a little circus in your pants. It's not I don't a think it is, free but... for all. To, like, oh, you have a penis. You can do what you want. <laughs> That's not how actual life works, okay? <laughs> History would like to have a word with you about Listen, <laughs> history, in fact, proper would be like, no, no, he's right. Well, I'm not saying – I think there's responsible outdoor peeing. But listen, I will admit – I will admit this home that we are in right now, which is on the corner of a very busy intersection in this part of Tallahassee with much traffic going by, rolling through stop signs, which I respect and appreciate. I have even said out loud, this is not a home, nor does a yard should you be peeing outside in. Which you only said in the moment that I quote unquote whipped it out. No, you did ready not. to finally follow your insistent. Directive. You didn't. You didn't. Um, to I'm your not, credit, I'm not going to be a yard pisser. Okay. To my great disappointment. To your chagrin. Um. Anyway, we decided to not do a little driving lesson for her, but we had driven over towards campus. So we're driving around campus and we kept going For past- Florida State. Yeah, Florida, I'm was sorry. It, was it- No, it wasn't FAMU. Florida A&M University. No. FAMU sounds like a- Florida A&M. Like, did you just say profanity? Hey, hey, Florida A&M won the freaking national championship, national football championship for historically black college and universities. They're, this year? Yes, this year. Okay. Well, I'm not black, so I'm not surprised I didn't know that. Well, it's pretty big news for all of us, so get with the times. In the meantime— Listen, I'm an old bastard. I don't get with any times. Okay. In the meantime— Not it, even the New York Times. AJ and I were driving around, and we kept driving past these sorority houses. And I was telling her all the—you know, I was like, oh, there's Pi Beta Phi, and there's DZ. And she was like, how do you know all of these? And I was like, well, I had to memorize the Greek alphabet when I was pledged, of course. And I was like, oh, let's go find the Chi Omega house. And so I typed in the Chi Omega house address, which Siri says Chi Omega, and I almost punched my phone screen when she did that. That's well, they, offensive. Well, you were a Chi Omega. So we drive by the Chi Omega house. This is where Ted Bundy comes in. Ted Bundy. Which I was like, Yeesh. I I said something like- This isn't so, awesome. I think it's pretty well established, the Chi Omega murders as part of Ted. This was like decades ago. It's not a spoiler Ted alert. Ted Bundy, the serial killer. Yes. And I said something about like, so that's where, you know, Ted Bundy got into 
the Kai Omega house. And she was like, that was here? And I was like, yes, I told you that. That when we moved here, I was like, in the Kai Omega house at Florida State is, you know, Ted Bundy. Like, he killed three Kai Omegas. And she, it was like brand new information to her. And we had a whole moment talking about it. Well, I'm sad for her. That I told her. <laughs> I'm sad for her. I'm sad for you. This is such a exciting story. I, well, Listen. Listen. Kai Omega has an amazing chapter here. I'm very proud of the Kai Omegas Minus here. three. And a beautiful house. That happened in the 70s. Yeah. Yo, or was it the 80s? Oh, you, so you're going to shit on it because it happened a few decades ago? I'm saying that chapter could – they they rallied. They, they've continued to go, grow stronger through the years. They have a great chapter here. Okay. Okay. You and I – this is – okay – Sorry. Okay. Close the chapter on Ted death. We watched a comedy special. Yeah, we did. It wasn't had, it had nothing, nothing to do with to Ted do Bundy. With murders of it was on Netflix. Netflix girls. And Netflix did have that whole Ted Bundy series. They Maybe did. that's what made me think of this. I don't know. We watched a comedy special that came out in 2021. From a comedian. I almost said a young comedian, but he's our he's, age. Yeah, he's not so he's my much brother's young age. as he is. Our age. He, his name is the Theo Vaughn. Theo. Like Theodore? Yeah, and I. he has a whole, you, would you like to see his name? Yes, I would. He is uh, partially Nicaraguan, right? But you wouldn't his know dad, that. His dad is from Nicaragua. Look at his name. You wouldn't know it from looking at him. Um, well, your thumb's over it. I can't read it. And I can't read that anyway. Theodore Capitani Vaughn. Kurnatowski the third. That is a very powerful name. Known professionally as Theo Vaughn. Okay. I do recognize it. This may not be everyone's taste. Theo Vaughn is kind of adjacent to that whole crowd that's like MMA, like Joe Rogan. Kind of, kind of. What's, Can I interject? Wait, what's the guy's name that we love that we saw? Bert. No, no we, saw, we saw, we uh, saw, damn, if you hadn't asked, I would have known. Weird. Um, he we has saw a, him in person. We saw him live. He has a podcast where he has Bert Kirshner on quite a bit. Um, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. So he's like kind of adjacent to that crowd. He's his own person, but he's like loosely associated with them. Yeah. So Theo's Theo has been. He's not new. No, not by any means. Into the comedic world, he's been around a while. Yes. He uh, he was raised in Louisiana, Huffington, Louisiana. He is absolutely from. Dirt poor, ugly. By his own admission, we're not even being. Yeah, yeah, no. This is it's his story. It's not. Yeah, anything we're assigning. Covington's down by Ponchatoula, outside of. uh, It's sort of like north of New Orleans, across the, across the bay. The Ponchatrain. Yeah, it is across the Ponchatrain, Lake Ponchatrain. Anyway, yeah, I think you butchered the pronunciation. I love maps, and I needed to verify where Covington, Louisiana, is. Well. So Theo's been around a while. Yeah. But he did – so Tom Segura is hilarious and often inappropriate and in Wildly. Then Burt Kirshner is a much more ragged, un- inappropriate version 
even still. Those two have been doing some podcast stuff together. Mm-hmm. Then Theo does stuff, and I cannot remember. There's a, I think he's a, a Korean. Com- oh, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee, thank you. Yeah. Yes, I was not going to be able to remember his name. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lee and Theo do a ton of stuff together, but it's Theo's podcast. Yeah. Then those guys all got connected. They they cross germinate right with their stuff, but Theo's been around a long time. But Theo hadn't started to become really popular until the last mm, maybe maybe his first introduction was eight to ten years ago. Yeah, I think that's right to things. But it was it wasn't like he caught wildfire at the time. No. it's been a slow process. Yes. Which, man, in this world of sensitivities, it would have to be. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's so funny. He's hilarious. He's He says things that you shouldn't, but you can tell as he's talking about them and saying them, it's because he lived it. And there's oh, no, yes. he's not throwing any shade on anything. He's just like, nah, that's how we grew up and that's what we called things and that's what we did. And it's... He's quite enjoyable. We laughed so hard. I haven't laughed that hard at a comedy special probably since we did see Tom Segura. And I think he's funnier because I think a lot I of Tom Segura is funnier. I think a lot of Tom, I do think Tom Segura is very funny, but I do think a lot of his comedy is in the shock value. And I think that Theo is just like, he's genuinely so funny. His mm-hmm. delivery is so funny. I also will admit I'm a little biased. He reminds me a lot of my brother. They're the same age. Yeah. My brother's lived in Louisiana since he was 20. And I can just, like, I think that the way that Theo tells stories reminds me a lot of the way my brother tells stories. I can stories see that. I can see that. And your brother's one of the funniest humans I've ever known. Yes. Personally. Yeah. And I do miss him. Well, you should text him. I've he got his number. doesn't interact with me, hasn't well, for a long time. You don't know about that. It's a whole new world. You're a new man. It's you said you yourself. a whole new world. Am I Elsa? What's happening? That's let it go. We're talking whole new world. That's, well, who's that? That's Aladdin and Jasmine. Okay. So I'm Jasmine. And I'm Aladdin. And you're Aladdin. Don't get freaky on that oh, okay. with me. And, yeah. Okay. So that's all I have to report on this week. It was okay. it was an action-packed, filled week with all kinds of revelations and revolutions and... Revolutions? Yes. Were there any, uh, what's the word? Don't know. Can't think of it. Never mind. What's, uh, we've, we've eaten every day this week. As humans do. As humans do. What's been one of your more favorite meals? We had a lot of delicious food this week. Today's was probably at the top. Okay. Maybe it just I can't remember the others. Today you did a fried chicken. Kind of. Skillet fried chicken. I took uh, – It wasn't like crispy. It wasn't KFC stuff. No, no, no. I took, I took boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Yep. I bought – because we're still transitory and we don't have our own proper kitchen. We're moving around and collecting the things that places don't have. I bought a – is it a mallet, a tenderizer? What do you call it? I'd say it's a mallet and tenderizer. One side's a mallet, one side's a tenderizer. Okay. Well, I beat the shit out of the chicken. Just literally beat the shit out of it. Yeah. Flattened it out, tenderized all the things, seasoned, floured, fried, all of that. 
but that wasn't the champion. You're looking at me. I'm looking at you. What was the champion? Well, I made. You know what it was. Yeah, you made it. Homemade mashed potatoes. And? Gravy. The gravy. The mashed potatoes, by the way, which were, you carried something forward from your grandpa. Yeah. It's the first time I'd ever heard this story. Do oh, tell yeah. My, Do tell it. My maternal grandfather. Bernard. Bernard. He always made the mashed potatoes when we were there visiting, which we spent, I spent a lot of my childhood at my grandparents' house. He always made mashed potatoes. I don't. In the past, I have had like a mental block around it because every time I try to cook white potatoes, I mess it up. But you kicked its ass today. Today, I feel like I was infused with the spirit of my grandpa. and uh, Bernard potatoes. Bernard potatoes turned out delicious. But then I How'd used to do it. Well, the normal way. No, fuck that. Oops, now it's in a corset episode. Sorry, everyone. I always forget to put the E on these Jeez, anyway. So pizza. Um. You peeled the potatoes for me. Yeah, that's not magic. I chopped them into something smaller than quarters. I don't know what you would call it. It wasn't like little bits, but they were smaller than quarters. We boiled them. Boiled the hell out of them. Yep, until they were nice and tender. Drained them. And then I got out the good masher. I think that was the difference maker is using a good you keep giving hand credit masher. to the masher. I think that was the difference maker. You're the masher. You just had a tool in your hand. The tool was the best it was, tool. It had nothing to do with me. Threw in a stick of butter, threw in some sour You're cream. You're just going to pass that by. Yeah, salt okay. and pepper. It was. They were good. But then you liked the gravy the best? Well, the mashed potatoes were a delight. But even when you make instant mashed potatoes, they're a delight. But these were a delight. You mashed, so you, you peeled, you, you chopped. You peeled them. I peeled some of them. You peeled some of them. You boiled the hell out of them. You mashed them. And then what'd you mix in? I just said a stick of butter and a bunch of sour cream. How much sour cream? How I much don't know. Is a, bunch? a squirt. A, a hefty, heavy skirt, squirt. A hefty squirt from a squeezable tube of sour cream. Yes. You mixed that all up. Did you salt, pepper, garlic? Yeah. What'd no, you no do? garlic. It's no just garlic. salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Potato. And so it was a creamy. Delicious. Delicious mashed potato. Now, for the chicken... And I hate chicken. That needs to be abundantly abundantly clear. I hate chicken. But the people seem to like the chicken, so sometimes I make a chicken. Yeah. Boneless, skinless thighs. Those are the fattiest of the lean chicken. Uh Uh-huh. Pounded the hell out of them with a mallet. I seasoned those. After I pounded the hell out of them, I seasoned them with salt, pepper, thyme, dry, not fresh, dried thyme, and I let them sit a bit. And then I took flour and cornmeal with salt, pepper, thyme, and then also some oregano, some paprika, and some cumin. Yes. And I mixed all that up, and so then I dredged through that, let them sit a while longer, dredged them again, and that's when they began to fry. But then that's the flour that you took to make the gravy. Mm-hmm. How do you make a gravy? We just go with a basic quarter cup of butter, melt it, stir in quarter cup of flour. And I think that using that seasoned flour is the difference maker. 
get cook that for three minutes. You got your little roux cooking in there, and then you just start adding milk and keep stirring. Uh, don't stir it. This is where Whisk. I think, yeah, whisking. This is where I think that heavy H. There's been some disconnect for you in the past. You've tried many a gravy. I think one thing is you got to use a whisk. Here's the thing I think is my biggest failure at gravies. I don't measure anything. Okay. No clue how much oil, how much flour, how yeah. much shit's going on in there. I have found the most success with having equal parts butter and flour. Most people probably <clears throat> all along the Gulf Coast would be like, of course, that's how you make a row. And I'm like, well, hey, I don't know. I didn't grow up here. <laughs> Is that how you say it? That's how I say it in my brain. Yeah. So then I just add milk and keep on whisking until it's the right consistency. And bada bing, bada boom, we had a delicious gravy. I would look. And I did look because I love to creepily watch you from the bushes through the window. I would look as you were making that roux mm-hmm. up the equal portions or however you described it. Mm-hmm. It was majestic oh, thank what you. you did. It was majestic and you took it to a certain color for all the people who were like, I need specifics. You you took it to what would have been a a peanut butter con- color consistency of roux. You didn't know that's what you were doing. And I don't want you thinking about it. She's because, a simpleton. No, she, no, she, that's not it at all. She don't know what she's doing, but it turns out good. She don't know she's beautiful. Um, <laughs> that's a country song for anybody who cares. You, you weren't your your constraints were different than what mine are. You, you took it to a beautiful color. It was a magnificent roux before the milk went in, and you made a gravy. I'm just still looking like, how the hell do I do this? Because I still can't make myself measure anything. I just, I don't, in anything I make, I measure nothing, Mm. and I don't want to. Yeah. So I'm perfectly happy that there's somebody else in my life that can make gravy. I'm jealous, but not to the point that I'm going to measure things. I'm just like, make your gravy, you go. We also, earlier in the week, did a, you did a fried fish, you fried flounder and mai mai. It's true. They'd almost turn. Those were lightly. They were starting to when get I, stinky. When I say fried, like you do like a light breading. Very light. Very we're light. not talking like anything like Long John Silver situation. Although Long John Silver's is delicious. It shouldn't be. The um, oil's rancid. I'm really, really digging the Mediterranean vibe right now. So I okay. made a Big thing of vegetables early in the week. It was like chopped cucumber, chopped zucchini, chopped tomato, chickpeas, and olive oil and lemon juice, and just like kept that in the fridge. And would and I made homemade tzatziki. Yeah, I don't even know how to say that. I was going to ask, but I didn't know how to. I made a say it again tzatziki. Okay, that what you said. And uh, I'm going to call it s dog. I made a garlic aioli earlier in the week. And just like in the, I, I know how to make hummus. I've done it in the past. It's such a pain in the ass that personally. Now we rather, have to put an E rating on this. I would personally rather buy Trader Joe's Mediterranean style hummus and just eat that. But it's fair. It's fair. Just been the, the throughout the week, just getting that veggie mix out, throwing other things into it. That was my nickname in high school. That veggie, veggie mix. thing? Oh, veggie meat mix. Yeah. Anyway, I've just really been craving those Mediterranean flavors lately. Okay. And so every time the kids open the fridge, they're like, um, all we have are vegetables and chickpeas. 
<laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, well, so we'll see. You, you've given me free reign over what we eat this coming week. I have. I'm Who scared. knows what the hell's going to happen next? I don't know. When's the last time outside of the hamburgers that completely we skillet cooked and they destroyed a pan that probably still hasn't recovered? When's the last time we had red meat? Those hamburgers were the last time. In like six weeks, I eight think, weeks? I think one day you got a little steak and we did like some steak sandwiches. That's been a few weeks ago. I don't even remember doing that. I'm not sure you're telling the truth. I remember it because we both were like, what the heck? We haven't even hardly eaten red meat since we left it's true. Oklahoma. It's true. I ate a ceremonial ribeye the night before I left. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. I had – it was very lonely by myself to eat a ribeye, to have a cigar, freezing my, my man parts off on the back porch in a bad climate. We just it just didn't it doesn't even look good right now. And I'm not saying I'm like, oh, I'm pescatarian. I'm not Catherine asked me if I was pescatarian I'm now because every to... time she's like, What'd y'all eat? I'm yeah. like, Well, we did this kind of fish or that shit. And then to yesterday today she finally did ask me. She's like, Are you are you guys pescatarian now? <laughs> no. No. Not even Presbyterian. None of the Aryans. We just aren't okay, we're definitely not Aryans. <laughs> well, just to clear that up, everybody. You know what? What? I like the hell out of you. Do you? I really do. Just because I make some gravy? Well, I mean, that doesn't hurt by <laughs> any stretch. Every man loves a woman who makes a good gravy or something. I don't That's know how probably, that goes. Put that on a cross uh, Yeah, make a pillow, put it on a t-shirt. No, I'm, I like you a lot. I've so enjoyed... Increasingly, as we've gone on this adventure, my time with you has been deeply enjoyed. Deeply enjoyed. As you squint and stare at the screen and you're like, why isn't this episode over? This just, is so long. Can you yeah. just hear me I, in the I moment that I'm I trying to like you yes, and a I, little bit? Yeah. In great. <laughs> I do appreciate you bastard. it. I do appreciate it. Thank you. I've so enjoyed our adventures and look forward to the next ones. I know that you're anxious to leave now, all thinking about your Alaskan airline with a window popping off, sucking out off of into around, around right. above, below, whatever you can do to a log is the prepositional phrases demand. That's a topic for another day. Um, I like you. I've quite enjoyed this and I'm, Thank you, and I like you. Looking forward. No, you really don't. But I'm yeah. looking forward to what comes next, even if you're not, and you really aren't. And that's okay. It's okay. Me liking you doesn't require you liking me. You hired the punk rock cardinal to shit all over my Jeep. I know you did. I know you did. Yeah. It's your own little vengeance yep. or things. You're a spiteful little sprite. Oh. Joe Exotic hooked me up with that punk rock cardinal. I don't doubt it. Right before we left Oklahoma. Right before he went into the federal pen. Listen, there is something that's important here. What is it? That I like you. Okay. We've said that. What else? You're pressuring me. And so you know I can't answer then if you're pressuring me. I like you. Don't act like you know that. I don't act like that a lot of the time. Don't act like you know that. Now, you... What was that over there? You go, look, you were distracted. Hey, everybody else, have an awesome today, would you? Because I can't admit it because she's looking at me and demanding that I say it. Please do. Bye. Bye-bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.